0: Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Black Adam.
1: Directed by Joe collette Sarah, Black Adam is the superhero film starring Dwayne Johnson as the title DC Comics character. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Black Adam yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers.
0: Black Adam is the 11th film in the DC Extended Universe and is a spin-off of Shazam from 2019. Luke, you have the plot.
1: Nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the ancient gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam, played by Johnson, is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world.
0: Here we go. So Black Adam as a character, I'm here to admit that I'm not hell familiar with Black Adam as much. Looked into him a little bit off the back of Shazam and entering that whole corner of the DC pocket. So I found out a few things about him, but going into this movie, this was very much a... I'll admit, like just... A brand new character for me, essentially, but very quickly got the gist of what he's all about um, from this film, and obviously, a little bit of baggage that i was I was bringing in,
1: right, well, yeah, I am very familiar <laughs> with with this character. <laughs> Um, I know that it took a few years for this character to be introduced for the longest time. I mean, this is a character you closely associate with Shazam or Captain Marvel, whatever you want to refer to him as. I mean, it is the wizard Shazam. It gets very confusing. I know of this character, I really do. This, this particular take on the character, on one hand, it's the Jeff Johns Justice Society of to America run, The Return of Black Adam. But on the other hand, it is the new 52 take on Black Adam. So it, it's a little bit different. I mean, Black Adam, his character had always been somebody who was wrongly chosen by the Wizard Shazam. He shouldn't have been bestowed the powers, but he was. And that's why the Wizard waited so long until he found... Billy Batson. But this is a weird one because way before we got Shazam in that 2019 movie, Johnson has been attached. He put it to his fans. Who would you prefer for me to play? Captain Marvel or Black Adam? Fans voted Black Adam. Since then... Johnson has been wanting that to happen. He got a very brief cameo in the Shazam movie. It was in a CGI effects, but he had his cameo there. Apparently he was asked to have a cameo in the upcoming Shazam Fury of the Gods movie, and he declined. There's so many behind the scenes stories that you're like, what is happening? Because, Johnson's very vocal and he's very active on social media. And I said to you off air, I can't get over how much he is promoting and touring the world, like really campaigning this movie. You put everything into it, but then you're hearing things like, Hey, do you want a cameo? Nah, I don't want to do that. Do you want to be in that first Shazam movie? Nah, I don't want to do that. Cracks were there. And then, the film was released, and as you said, I mean, if you go back to Man of Steel in 2013, Black Adam is the 11th film in the DC EU. We got invited to a screening of this, and which was fantastic. It was a, it was a great night at the movies, <laughs> but
0: we held hands. It was cute. It was great. But
1: yeah. <laughs> so many months have passed, so this is an interesting approach for us to review it because. Not only do we know that Black Adam did not perform as well as Warner Brothers, Dwayne Johnson would have wanted it to, the DCEU is over. But we're still going to get more movies that we're supposed to be excited about. And I've got to be honest, I still am a little bit. We've got another Black um, not another Black Adam movie, that's not gonna be a thing. But we've got another Shazam film, we've got a Flash film, a Blue Beetle film, and Aquaman 2. So we've got more DC EU films that we're told to look forward to and that are coming. But the DC EU is dead. James Gunn, Peter Saffron, They're the guys (laughs) that are going to be spearheading the future of what is now DCU, which is DC Studios. So we've got a whole new thing that's going to happen. They're talking about a young Superman movie. But we're here to talk about Black Adam. But we know that, I mean, come on, like Johnson had been campaigning hard. The hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change. How right was he, just not in the way that he thought?
0: And then, yeah, and just silence <laughs> following that. It's uh, it's all come to an end. Look, I mean, you were talking about these these other films that are coming up, and just like this movie, it's like, you know, not every film is a part of a larger cinematic universe. We can still enjoy a movie as its own thing, on its own merits as it comes out which we'll try and do with the four remaining dcu movies much like with this movie even though you know when we get to the end and we talk about a particular post-credit scene and like the excitement of what that means for the future of dc now means nothing at the time you know like we can still talk about our experience in that moment and the joy that we had it was short-lived, but the joy that we had, <laughs> no, we, we still, had, yes, we still we can. had an experience that was, it was nice,
1: it was good. We can. Uh, I mean, again, this movie had been building for a long time, and it's interesting, honestly, I I thought this movie would have done a lot better than it did, because Johnson has such a big fan base. Like, for example my wife is a big fan. Not only do we watch his movies, we watch his sitcom, Young Rock, and it's a good show. So she likes him as an actor. She likes him as a person, like, you know, following him on on social media. So we watched that first Shazam movie together. She did not like it at all. And but she still watched Black Adam, even though it's connected to that first movie. And even when, when we were watching it and he said Shazam, she looked at me and said, Shazam? I'm like, shh, just ignore that. Let's just just keep going. And let's just watch this Dwayne Johnson movie. But even like, it's a two hour film. And then the film ended and she turned to me and she's like, that could have been half an hour shorter. And when you've got, when you get your third act, there's a big like CGI mess, like it, it's a, it's a free for all. I don't think she's wrong. Like she's like, she turns <laughs> and she's like, is, is this scene still happening? Why, why is this still going? And even things like, so I'm taking her as like um, the average man on the street like, hey, or yeah. average woman on the street, like, hey, you know what do you think to this? So she's watching it and we're introduced to the Justice Society of America. And she's like, oh, that just seems too close to Justice League. Are they just doing Justice League? But like, we have not the same characters. And I'll wait until after the movie, you know, to give it the history lesson. But Justice Society, they were like the, the superhero team in the 40s. The Justice League—they went around until the '60s, which was the Silver Age, when they wanted to do a revamp of the JSA. But just like my wife, I think a lot of people are going to watch in this movie, are like, "Oh, that's just taking off Justice League." Like, who are these guys?
0: Exactly, and that's how it's going to be interpreted because there—I mean, they is no that that backstory was not engraved when. You know, Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck's Batman and you know, like one woman stuff, like when that Justice League was established in these films, there was no like conversation about, you know, there was this team, the Justice Society, we could be that, but better, yeah, newer, shinier. Like it, yeah, it's of course. So you you know, your wife is right in in thinking like, oh, this is a riff on the Justice League.
1: And again, and it's weird the... like the 11th apart film. From,
0: apart from seeing like, hey, we get some new characters with some cool powers and, you know, there are some very likable things um, with these characters that they've chosen to have be this team. Yeah, I, I guess you can't help, again, if you're putting your, yourself in, you know, man on the street or woman on the street or whatever in, in the, those shoes, like, you're just be sitting there being like, why not just have the Justice League, like, fill that void? Like, just Oh, this. So and get much... like you said, yeah, the there's... reason why. But for the average viewer, you would sit there and ask that question and be like, "Yeah, but you've got your super team." It'd be like, again, we always, I always do this, but you're watching the Marvel films. Suddenly, it's like they introduce another Earthbound superhero team, and there's some other threat that comes in, and it's sort of like, "Yeah, but why aren't the Avengers just dealing with this?" Yeah,
1: yeah there's so much
0: like, to that. Would be that would be the yeah.
1: I know there's so much to get into because, okay, but let's just, let's keep it DCEU. But as long as we've got it, let's keep it DCEU. <laughs> Hold I on mean, that. I'll let go. Amanda Waller, she has JSA on speed dial. She can just call up Hawkman. Hey, I need you put a team together. He gets Dr. Faye, all powerful, new heroes, cyclone atom smasher which she could just pick up the phone and she can get it's all powerful superheroes to go on missions because she's asked them to mate why does she need a suicide squad why does she need exactly. these so criminals places. with bombs <laughs> in their necks it's like bloody hell the gate only
0: previous Like, Uh, premises
1: are more more competent than Captain Boomerang with a bomb in his neck, anyway. It was nice to see Viola Davis back as Amanda Waller, but the Justice Society let's go back to them for a moment because I mean, I know it's a Black Adam movie, but I've got to be honest, I, I reckon this would have been better as a JSA movie, but that's 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 okay. It's a it's a black Adam movie. Johnson's been trying for many years to make this happen, but like my wife, like watching. Hey, this sounds like the Justice League. JSA have appeared in live action before. In two thousand and one, we got them in Smallville. Two thousand sixteen, we got them in DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and twenty twenty, Stargirl and up to the third season of Stargirl, the jsa are still in the show and we're getting new characters added so the jsa are out there they're clearly just out there in shows that people aren't watching because <laughs> watching this movie they're like who are these guys but the jsa they are not a rip off of the justice league they predated them but the comparisons for all the superhero films, comics or whatever, don't stop there. Hawkman's Mansion. Myself included. When his jet is rising up out of the ground for the first time, I think everybody <laughs> thought X-Men. Everybody. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just play the, play the X-Men like, yeah. riff over I mean, that's, there. That's
1: yeah. it. it. It did feel very X-Men. But with the JSA, we've got Aldous Hodge as Carter Hall, Hawkman. Now, they're not really clear which version of Hawkman this is because you've got Hawkman who was originally born in Egypt and he's got his partner, Hawkgirl, and they are reincarnated whenever they die and they've got different lives or whatever. But then there's also a version of Hawkman where he's an alien and he's from planet Thanagar and that's why in the trailer because bloody hell we can get to the post-credit scene but they make reference (laughs) to a character not of this earth as i was watching that trailer i'm thinking oh they must be talking about hawkman and within the dceu continuity he is an alien just like a version of him in the comics but we don't really get any clarity aldous hodge i do like him in this like He is doing a good job, but I'm not not completely on board with the special effects around his character. I don't like it when masks and weapons and whatever in comic book movies just materialise. We get it in Iron Man, or we get it in Marvel, should I say. We've had it since Iron Man. We've got it with Spider-Man. We've got it with... Thor in Love and Thunder, where a mask will just materialize. I don't like it, and we get a lot of it because I know within the story, just like the comics, Hawkman has a thing called nith metal, and it's like an organic metal. So it makes sense within the story, but at the same time, depending on how is the actor he's posing in a scene, and then his suit, his wings, his helmet will just materialise. It just takes me out of it. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah. I think it just would have been, I don't know, I think sometimes you just need to ground certain elements and when it can just be a guy putting on a helmet, sometimes that really does bring the movie back down to earth a little bit, especially when you've got him next to a character so magical, mystical, and he's doing the same thing with his helmet, and it's just sort of popping up and shiny, but then even that like that falls, and it's a physical object, so who the hell knows, but I think yeah, you've got two characters with these helmets with these masks, one of them is magic, one of them not might be alien tech, who the hell knows you don't even know so that's concerning um I would have yeah, I would have had one or the other for i don't know I think a a physical helmet just would have looked better just to have a person lift it up, put it on his head. Yeah. It'd be real. It just, I just, real.
1: I think that, I mean, they're not fully established in the character because we don't know his history. And and, and it's not his film. Like, he's appearing in a Black Adam film. So, the, with, yeah.
0: Amongst the whole, like, there's four main plays of the, the Justice Society. Hawkman, even though he kind of is seemingly, you know, he's the one with the jet, the plane, He's seeming like the leader-type character. He is, is the leader. leader. He the leader. is. Interesting.
1: Oh, I, I don't know. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, I do like Hawkman as a character, so I've got that baggage that I'm no, bringing to, to this film.
0: Yeah. But well, this... Just
1: hearing what, you say what, that...
0: Nothing fundamentally wrong with him. It's not like I was like, oh, I'm not enjoying this character. Like, he's doing some cool shit. But I'm like, I don't know, It's 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 like... Who' else got Like, um well, no, no, let's
1: let's not move on from Hawkman just because on what you' just said there, okay. like you know, I'm recognizing that I'm bringing baggage to it. So I know who Carter Hall is as a character because of the years that I've been reading him in comics and just seeing him in other media. But
0: in this movie, he's a rich guy with a plane and wings.
1: How many times did you say you and me? You and me, do you know, and it's says it to Atom Smasher, who stuffs up a couple of times. So it's almost like.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: The, the, the trying, like we're to have words later. Yeah, but they're trying to like add a bit of gruffness. Oh, th- this is his character. So, that, okay, so what can we, we've got a short period of time, really, to set it up. It's a black Blackadder movie. We're introducing the JSA. And that's why, you know, we be saying, you know, in the Justice League movie, no mention of the JSA. You know, Warner Bros. obviously have not, they've not got that far yet. But it, it's just, it's so new. So they're having to do so much. Like they're not just giving you a Black Adam movie. They're quickly trying to tell you a JSA story and introducing new characters like Cyclone and Atom Smasher. They make it very clear it's their first mission. You've got Hawkman, they're trying to get him the leader role. He's got not just got all the money and the tech. But he's been doing this for a while. He's been doing this with Dr. Fate, played by Pierce Brosnan, who is excellent in this, by the way. But he's been out of the game for a while. They, we are told, are really good friends. But Dr. Fate has not been on a mission for for a while. And then you've got the newer people. It's just when they put the team together, and then the question is, are "Is sure this is going to be enough to stop Black Adam? My first viewing, I'm thinking, no absolutely not like you've got these rookies you know there's there's two henrys that have a cameo in this movie we'll save the second henry for the post credit scene i am legitimately like, surprised the other one <laughs> but this is the thing man i'm so surprised that nobody's like hey did you see henry winkler have a cameo oh, yes, like adam sir. what the hell man nobody is talking about henry no, winkler I can As Uncle Al, a.k.a. Al Pratt, the original Atom. Because what we've got in this movie is Albert Rothstein Atom Smasher. So he is second generation. And that's why it makes reference to the fact that he's wearing somebody else's suit, he doesn't have peripheral vision, and that's why he's making the uncoordinated (laughs) mistakes. I just feel like, oh, they're chucking so much at this movie, but clearly Dwayne Johnson wants this movie to be about him. But he's he's a producer on this movie, so he must have given the thumbs up to the JSA, but there's so many moving parts, new characters that are introduced, and that's just... That's just the superheroes, like mentioned cyclone so she has the ability of well when she was younger, she got injected with nanobot technology. that's resulted in her receiving the ability to control and manipulate wind. And the actress <laughs> what she what she was incorporating to her performance was different dancing techniques and um, just. So she had something else going on. But do you know what? No, look, it was visually, the same effect. It was whenever she appeared, yeah. it was the same glowing, swirling effect.
0: I visually it was pretty cool. And and she's quite delightful. I found like her, especially her interaction with Adam Smasher, just like you know, pretty cute, you know, in a in a gooey kind of way. Adam Smasher, you know, like his uncoordination, a few laughs and gags from that dynamic. I think, like, there's enough here with this team. And you you mentioned, obviously, Dr. Fate, and he will unfairly – it's not fair, but unfairly will be compared to Dr. Strange. It will happen.
1: Just to interject, though, and I'm sure you're aware as well, Dr. Fate predates predates Dr. Strange. But the thing is, though – we're at a point now, it's not about first appearance in comic books, it's first no, appearance it's... in film. And that's what the younger audience are going for. Yeah.
0: There's enough in this team of like this full of what they're established. Like, like you said, maybe they should have done a Justice Society film or, or something, or you know, if planning was a little bit better, and maybe look the second time around, they'll have a better go at it there's a cool little team here and i think there's enough that if we had expanded on no pun intended on like adam smasher or cyclone that i think they could have been really likable characters there's enough here to still like
1: there is yeah
0: like but i mean again like i like them and like dr fate pierce brosnan in this role like amazing like lots of fun lots of stuff And for the longest time, because, again, not familiar with these characters, I was just waiting for the moment where he becomes a double-crossing son of a gun. Doesn't happen. He's just a good guy all the way through. Oh, who was? Who do you mean?
1: Doctor Fate. I was just expecting. Oh, never once. Because I don't know these characters. Ken (laughs) Nelson, mate, never once. We just don't know. (laughs) That's fair. I know the characters, but just looking at it, okay. That's enough. (laughs) Okay, let's go back to Atom Smasher, right? Because you're making the comparisons. Everybody is visually look at his mask. Everybody's thinking Deadpool. His appetite. Everybody's thinking the Flash. It's like, I go really big. Um, I have a big appetite. The Flash, true. I run really fast. I've got a big appetite. It's just the comparison I mean, he's a guy that there. gets
0: really big. You compare him to Ant-Man, Giant-Man.
1: Well, that, well you do. Know, yeah. But again, pre-dates. <laughs> pre-dates. Oh, so on the page, is. on the it page, on the <laughs> DC are Trailblazers. But you look at the MCU. Yeah. They've done so many things faster so okay so we've talked the jsa we've talked dwayne johnson as black adam and it's even referenced by a character in the movie like compared to other heroes in the dcu which don't get me started on a mon's bedroom because it really shits me
0: <laughs> the different logos <laughs>
1: Well, it should be when they're just using like he's got a bag full of DC comic books and they're comics that you could buy in a shop. He's got posters of DC comics in his bedroom. And do you know what I mean? It's not it's not the movie stuff. It's just it's comic stuff.
0: Was it this movie? I'm pretty sure it was this movie. He has he has a Wonder Woman poster, like a Gal Gadot Wonder. No,
1: he doesn't. He doesn't. It does sure? Yes, I'm sure. I wish again tonight a few hours Isn't ago. Isn't that one where it's,
0: it's like it's like a silhouette and she's just looking
1: it's comic book? I don't even art. think there's it, things, it's it's no. and oh, I, it just no. it it really rubbed me or the wrong way when we reviewed the Miss Marvel TV show and Toys Within That World was <laughs> yeah. from Ant-Man and the Wasp, and it had the logo It it, it just is a distraction. It it really it really bothers me. Anyway, he's got his bedroom, but there's that there's that gag where Black Adam's using his powers and there's a post of Superman and it blasts his face. And it took me back to the headless Superman in the end of Shazam. So thought, oh, that's kind of that's kind of funny. <laughs> I guess it was just different because when we got Freddie Freeman in shazam and he was a fan of the superheroes what he had as collectibles were related to banaflex batman and whatever else whereas in this kid's room it's all like dc comics artwork that again you go online and buy you get the comics get the poses
0: although in in shazam when they're at the when they're at the shopping center the shopping mall they um there's like batman toys with like the 90s logo and stuff oh that's true so oh
1: okay so the, the, yeah that's right oh, it's all it. it's,
0: it's all they've enough.
1: done it already you know
0: with with black adam because if we focus on him a little bit which i think is probably fair now this might be my craving for you know like the the henry cavill superman man of steel type action that we were getting you know um but just watching black adam in in flight in like punching mode, doing stuff, you know, those, those action shots, I enjoyed. I think just visually it was a callback to to the movements of, of you know, that Zack Snyder's Superman interpretation where it was that kind of just like <laughs> rocket type, you know, flight, fighting kind of blend. And he brought that. So I enjoyed that. But again, it might be a little bit of a... First, for for that Superman to come back,
1: Amon references the fact that, that Black is Adam he's <laughs> more jacked than all the other heroes. He's not wrong. He is not wrong. Like none of the other tcu heroes are as jacked as Dwayne Johnson is in this movie, but. What I found both times I've watched this, and this is a negative, I think it, it must have been harder for Johnson to be on the harness, is a heavier guy, is muscle. <laughs> yeah, even yeah. somebody like Sir Henry Cavill, you know, very muscular, but he's got a more slimmer, like waist, athletic oh build. God. And whether Still that was easier on the harness whereas i felt like when you watch henry Cavill, he moves through the air and johnson's just been pulled through the air and he's it's pulled. what can you do like what i mean is he's, he's a big heavy bit guy i mean what can you do but just whether he's like just breaking through walls or like just the way he's moving through the air I and mean, and it's not as if he's trying i mean go back to crystal reeve in 78 superman the movie he had a certain way of moving the wire work how he'd move through the air so i'm not saying that johnson was trying and failing what other people had done. Like he obviously had a particular way or whether he was restricting the harness, I don't know. But it kind of like, it's almost like he's moving through the air in straight lines. It just, there's no real flow to it. But you're right. Like he does have moments where he's showing how powerful he is. I mean, I remember like going into it, like hearing that when they first got this movie rated in the US, it was R rating. They had to scale it all the way back to get a PG thirteen. It was seen as being too bad, or whatever. When I heard He's that, killed. when I heard that, I thought, ah, so maybe like it killed maybe one or two people. They've had to take them out and like creative editing. That's how they were able to get a PG thirteen. And we watched this movie together, and as you're watching it. No time at all, really. Black Adam is just outright killing so many people and he kills people. So, this whole movie. And we were told, like, ahead of watching this, like, Black Adam is an anti hero. He's not a hero. Like, he may save people, but that's serving what he wants to happen. He's serving himself by saving them. So, this is going to be an anti hero film. I wasn't prepared. But, I mean, I don't even, honestly, <laughs> I'd love to have the number. He must have killed, I mean, what, 30-plus people, 40, 50. He kills yeah. so many people in this world. Yeah. Because the upside of it is that, you know, like,
0: based on the premise of, what the, like, the story, the plot, and all of that, like, we're in this we're in this town, country. It's a country, oh, Kandak. Kandak. It's a whole we, country, right? In know,
1: the comics... He does rule just like Doctor Doom does for Marvel.
0: Oh, right. Okay, cool. So within this, so the premise here is that, like, so this country is has been overtaken by these, by these bad guys, like military-type folk.
1: Inter-gang. So essentially
0: when Black Adam is, is what? Sorry.
1: He's intergang, what? which is an enemy Should in you? Metropolis of Superman, but they've put it in Kandak.
0: Ah, it's all very interwoven with DC well done to them good but essentially when Black Adam's killing guys it's it's these bad guys so, you know it's not like he's just ripping the heads off in, but he's in still
1: Christ killing day. though and he's ripping arms off like it's like honestly I wasn't prepared yeah. I, I I was thinking again going from an R rating to a PG-13 rating oh maybe there's one guy that he kills. Maybe one character will say the word fuck, and that's why we're getting a PG-13. And no, he's murdering so many people in this film.
0: I don't know. I feel like it's
1: just no different
0: to, like, watching a, a film where, you know, like, soldiers are being gunned down or,
1: like, you know, watch a, you watch a James Bond film and it's licensed. No, oh, that's fun. right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But Kill this them. is the DCEU. I mean, granted, Man of Steel started, well, not started, but it ended with Superman breaking General Zod's neck. So there was a death there, but it wasn't like death throughout the movie. Although there was collateral damage. Oh, what am I saying? There's
0: always been different. It's always been, it's it's always always been, been this. Yeah. Obviously,
1: isn't Superman? And that's the whole
0: point, is it? Like this is a different type of character. This isn't, and that's your, it. A run-of-the-mill superhero. This is someone. I
1: compare him to Venom. <laughs> it's like, I don't. It's like a Venom. It is not a Venom it'll, film. I'm not revealing my rating just yet, but bloody hell, it's not as bad as Venom. But
0: when we got he's that, not first... biting heads off. But essentially, it's the same thing. It's like he will, he'll wreck
1: <laughs> When them. we got that first Suicide Squad movie, David Ayer, and I thought that was a weighted opportunity because you, you recruited villains to do things that heroes couldn't do, and then when they went up against the threat it was like putty monsters from power rangers like these faceless creatures i thought oh this was like a missed opportunity but at least all these years later with black adam they've got him as an anti-hero and he is actually yeah. killing the people that he's going up against
0: that's like if you're gonna have a violent scary character or characters get them to do those things like show us. So our mother and son duo, Adriana and Amon. They're characters in this movie.
1: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> they they are. Um characters from the comics, they've been, Are they? They are. They've been really? adapted slightly differently. Their relationship in the comics, they are siblings. But in the comics and a live action TV show that we got, I think, in the 70s, Adriana had the superhero identity, Isis, which I think if they were going to adapt today, today, they're going to have to go all or something else. Amon, (laughs) I believe, became Captain Marvel. Not Captain Marvel. Black Adam Jr. I think that's who he became through comics during uh, 52, which was like a weekly comic series a few years ago.
0: You wear a cape.
1: Uh, it's been a while since already. Maybe. But okay, but they got a d- let's stop talk comedy. Let's talk the film, mate. Right? So how <laughs> we get them here. When we are first introduced, like, Amon is a little bit cheeky because Intergang, are the manned around Kandak and they're stopping people from going about their business because they are looking for Adriana. Like she's wanted, she's done something. They want to capture her. She's trying to escape and then almost wasn't going to be successful and Emon Assist, he's got his skateboard, he's a cool kid. Like, that's yeah. that's the character that he has. But you know what? It's it's fine. I mean, they are integral to Black Adam. There's an element that back in the day that they're trying to mine, and that can affect Black Adam. In the present day, there's a crown, there's this demonic creature, there's a whole thing that happens in the third act. But before we get to it, we do have Adriana and Amon, and that's fine. But you know what? Karim, Adriana's brother and Amon's uncle, played by Muhammad Amir. Excellent. Excellent. Really good comic relief. In this movie, like, when he's told by Dr. Faye that you will not die today from this gunshot wound, you will die by electricity. And he's like, but I'm an electrician. Like this <laughs> has, he has so many good comic relief moments in this movie. Like, when Adriana goes back to the apartment and the crown's gone and he's watching TV he's wearing it. Like, you know, there's, there's fun with this guy but you know the whole thing of like i mean there is a twist in this film because we're to believe that i think i said earlier the wizard shazam wrongly bestowed the power of shazam or his power on black adam but what happened in this film he didn't he actually bestowed it upon his son and then his son passed it on to him so that that's an interesting change yeah and it does work for the movie, but you know what? I watched it twice. The second viewing, it is annoying because you. I do like Johnson as a performer, but he's got, oh, he... he's done very well for himself and I do like him, but he's got a limited bag of tricks, hasn't he? Like, you know, he's got certain expressions certain poses and there is go to no matter what you're watching, whether you're going back to WWE or you're watching him in Jumanji, you're watching him any film or whatever that he's done. It's like you're watching Black Adam and it's, and you know, the second time that he wasn't bestowed upon the powers, it was his son. And he's like, you'll do that. Thinking face, and then you go back to a flashback, <laughs> and you get like a limited time there. And it co- keeps cutting backwards and forwards to present day. I don't know. It, it, oh, it is a tough watch the second so time. Yeah. It really so is. Watching it a really second is. time,
0: you found like moments like that just a bit jerky. Like just absolutely, not, because not smooth at all. Yeah.
1: You, well, you know what it is. Yeah, absolutely. know what it is. And I enjoyed it enough, I guess, that first that first viewing and doing the stunts like johnson's great well i will what he can do visually stunt wise what we get from the film is a bit of a disservice because you've got somebody in johnson that he can do the moves and he can do the stunts and we've seen it across how many films how are they gonna portray it in this movie, freeze frame, or a slow motion shot? Yeah. And it's like you've got Dwayne Johnson, you might well, as well they're... have me up on the hands. What they're doing
0: is they're... it's it's like a poor man's replication of like the Zack Snyder style with that with the slow motion action shots. Snyder uses those moments sparingly. <laughs> sparingly when he when he you know when he's yeah. visually telling his telling his story. Here it's sort of it it, it yeah, well it was a it was a lot. But yeah, you know, like it, it's it's a good I mean look at the end of the dialogue I I enjoyed the anti-hero element of of Black Adam and then you know like through it's really important, like, with that whole twist of this story, the stuff with his son, that gave him sort of an entry point through Amon, him being a kid, and then the push to, or the drive to keep him safe, in turn, keep, you know, like, the country safe from these, from these bad guys. Through the mum, you've got that other guy that's now, like, bad and he's you know gonna shoot him on in the head and whatnot and it's like cool so you know I guess what I'm trying to say is those characters are I guess integral like you said to the plot they're not just there but there's not really anything overly special about them however it does feed into the Black Adam character and what he's all about so it's all it's all nicely packaged
1: when it makes a, it's just and when when, one when you <laughs> when you're watching it, and my wife's like, you know what? It could have it could have been better if it was half an hour shorter. But uh, then for the DCEU, because again, when this movie came out, James Gunn had not taken over. Um, <laughs> it was
0: it was. I mean, yeah. Let's let's get to the let's get to the future and, and all of that. So this okay, is our well, we'll, yes, like. okay, okay. We're both we sitting there in the in the cinema, and, and bear in mind I've obviously only watched this the one time. I'm not sitting here saying that this movie is like the one of the greatest superhero movies. I think it was just a fine, fun, just return to the DC world. Um, a lot of the action we all seeing was reminiscent of what we had seen with Superman, you know, in this in the DCU, and I was like that got me excited. There's enough here to like, but I feel like I'm doing my writing, but we're not. There's nothing to feel like it was enjoyable. Boom, we get to that post credit scene and we're like, look, we have a feeling, but we're not, you know, we're still waiting for that scene where Amanda Waller says that, no, you know, we'll get someone, or well, whatever the exchange is, someone not of this on this planet can stop me, blah, blah, blah. We're like, is it Superman? Is it someone else? We haven't seen that scene yet. It's obviously going to be in the post credit scene. We see Henry Cavill Superman coming out of the shadows. Will we actually see him? Will we not? Will we just see a silhouette? Will he not have a head? I don't know. We see him. He speaks. It's him. We we ourselves a little bit. Like, we, we were so happy. We were excited. We were like, this means the return of Henry Cavill. We've heard rumblings that what? yeah, no, look, we they, they want a course correct. They want to find a new direction. They want to have Henry Cavill come back and be the front of, you know, the lead of of the DCU, like he's going to be a focal point. Superman, we're going to get a Man of Steel two of some sort.
1: So that lasted about a week. That feeling. No, <laughs> it,
0: lasted,
1: it lasted a little bit little longer, bit longer, than, longer that. than that. But I listened to and uh, it was a podcast interview with Henry Cavill. When the interview had been arranged, Black Adam had not been released, so it was arranged. Black Adam happened. So when the interview happened, we're like, "Wow, we absolutely need to talk about this." Henry Cavill was so excited and just so passionate about returning to the role. And, and the way that he talked about, like, and he said, like, being Superman isn't like just another acting job people approach him in real life young people they approach him like he is superman he like and and for him like it means so much to him and and he sees the role of playing superman as such a big responsibility like if i'm going to be out there I want to make sure that I'm representing that character in my life. And you're like, oh wow, this guy like is not being, is not, he's not have the opportunity to be the Superman that I think he wants to be. That first Zack Snyder movie, Man of Steel, I struggled with it first viewing. Over the years, I've come to really love it and appreciate it. I think it is excellent; yeah. it's great. And and Henry Cavill is he has so much responsibility for how well that character is put forward. Like he he does such a good job, but he's not but it, been it, able it's
0: about a man. It's about a man
1: becoming exactly Superman. And Batman we v Superman point. wasn't. Hey, this is a Superman film because they killed him. And then it was his return in Justice League. And then a different return in Zack Snyder's Justice League. So it's like he's never got to Maybe make... a better return, a better, darker <laughs> He's never got to make the all Superman, which, I mean, Henry Cavill is pretty fantastic. Like, whether it's in a Superman movie, a Mission Impossible movie, a Man from U.N.C.L.E. movie, yeah. like,
0: he's... seems <laughs> for the longest time... Exactly. If if we ever had another Henry Cavill Superman movie, it should just be called, like, just definitively, The Superman.
1: The Superman. Because I feel like it, because yeah.
0: we're in a position where it would have been, like, there's no more, not that they want character development and stuff, but there's no more, like, this establishment of his origin story or, you know, some sort of trials that he's going through or, or death and resurrection. It's, he will be the established Superman. The, this one scene at the end of this movie you know like during, like during the credits it's like it's a his suit it's a little bit brighter it looks pretty damn spanking good he you seems know what, to just you be know what, embodying though? a
1: confident do you know what's man, interesting it's like, yes. about what you just said about his suit there because you're absolutely right it is brighter and it just goes to show what Snyder Was doing to the color saturation of Man of Steel (laughs) because Cavill is wearing the suit from Man of Steel. He's wearing that same
0: suit. suit? But it looks like a different
1: suit because of the color saturation. But this is, and you know, we can can move on from Cavill, but he purposely. Well, we're going to have to, aren't we? (laughs) He purposely went back and got the Man of Steel suit. Because and when making this film, appearing in this cameo, that's, that's the creative input he had. Like, he was able to say, let's do this cameo. I am choosing to wear the Man of Steel suit because of how much it, worked, it meant to me making that movie, wearing that suit. And they're like, yeah, sure. There was no, hey, don't wear that, wear this. He was able to choose specifically for him the suit they wanted to wear. But visually, it looked like a completely different suit. It was crazy. bright and everything else, all the primary you colors. They,
0: they probably didn't care. They're probably just like, yeah, just put a suit on it. You yeah, know, but like, do you <laughs> know what I mean, though?
1: Like, if you look, like, again, I rewatched it tonight. Henry Cavill in his Superman suit in Black Adam. If you put that side by side comparison to Man of Steel, exactly. there is screenshots. It was... The so screenshots it's, it's of Man and... of Steel, it looks like he's wearing a black suit. It is mm-hmm. that dark and saturated. It's
0: yeah. Anyway, anyway,
1: so Snyder had a brighter suit. He chose not to portray it that way. But we've got Henry Cavill back, and it's like, wow, this is exciting because, like you, I'd heard rumblings. When we saw him in silhouette, we've had him headless without Cavill in the <laughs> end of Shazam already.
0: We've had him floating in the darkness of the sky. Peacemaker,
1: and- that's right. Peacemaker, yeah. But when we got him, I thought that was going to be it. I'd heard rumors Cavill was going to be in it. So when he stepped forward, and you actually saw him, it was amazing. Like it, it was amazing. It was amazing. But since the film came out, the review that we're recording now, DCEU, again, four, four films to go. But that's it, definitively. Which has got to suck for Blue Beetle. They could potentially make the best superhero movie ever made. Billion dollars at the box office. Doesn't matter. There is nothing they can do that Warner Brothers <laughs> is, is going to continue because they are starting again. It, it's yeah. it's a weird it's a weird weird time. But that post credit scene in the moment was was phenomenal and got to be action from from the audience. Like everybody, like you know, gasped. Like this was it was definitely a moment. But that's all it's going to be. That is all it's going to be. And. Oh man, if if I want to describe the movie like Adam, ah, it, it was meant to be. It was meant to re like kickstart a new phase of DC EU, and it really, it really didn't. And in in the moment as I watched that first time, I just I want to believe it, and I appreciate how much time and effort Dwayne Johnson had put into the film. But both viewings, second viewing more so, just try hard. It is just trying so hard. And even now, I don't know if it's because of we know that the DCEU is not continuing, but for a film that came out in 2022, watching it again tonight, it, it feels extremely dated like visually with the CGI, are they doing some impressive things? I mean, they are, but at the same time, it just feels very specific and and dated. And, and maybe it is just, I mean, there is slow-mo and it's what they're doing in this film. Like Zack Snyder could do slow-mo, but it's almost like when, he, when Snyder does it, Ah, oh, there's definitely there's a there's a difference. Whether we whether, it, whether yeah. it's it's like maybe maybe with Black Adam it just goes on for that little bit too long. It just <laughs> it just I, I think well, there's just
0: too much. Just
1: too there's much. a very fine line between slow mo and a still image slowly moving across the screen. I think that's <laughs> what Black Adam falls into. Yeah.
0: What what I think is like majorly disappointing, like you said, like we seem to have been in a new phase and, you know, like let's be honest, the DC EU movies up until now, like hit, hit and miss from ranging from some, you know, like really good to really bad and then some in between. But I mean, you know, like Zack Snyder's Justice League was a pretty delightful, you know, thing that we all got to experience and then view and you know obviously that's this whole separate thing but like James Gunn's The Suicide Squad was very underrated like obviously didn't do well at the box office but we both really enjoyed that and it was like wow this is really refreshing this seems to be on a different sort of path we got Peacemaker out of that as well and then I mean obviously I haven't seen it the second time yet and I'm kind of worried now considering what you said that coming out of Black uh, Black Adam I just remember just again not saying it you know like it's a perfect movie or it's anything near it but it just being like I just had a pretty fun time with it so for me it was like it was a win it was suicide squad peacemaker black adam I'm like okay we're in a good we're in good territory now with 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 DC as you know and that's also on the back of also you know the batman as well obviously not the DCEU but it's like we're we had super pets, you know,
1: like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A separate thing. It, it, it's
0: it's been a good it's been a good yeah. Time for DC. It's
1: an interesting thing I mean, because interesting. we got what was it March? We got the Batman, and it was an experience. Like you know, I I can't remember what you gave, but I remember giving it five out of five. And yeah, it was just a great experience <laughs> and a great film. And we knew it wasn't DCEU. We had Super Pets on the way. Also Dwayne Johnson, this time voicing Crypto the Superdog. And then we were going to get Black Adam at the end of the year. I, I don't know. Potentially knowing what's happened between my first and second viewing could have changed my experience. That's Second time, but even having characters appear like we get Dimon Hunsu who reprises his role as the wizard Shazam, which is cool for that connective tissue. But if we're looking at previous or recent DCEU film TV, we get Jennifer Holland reprising her role as Amelia Harcourt in the film. In the TV show, that's who she is. But it's interesting to note that she recently married James Gunn, who is now one of the guys <laughs> leading the charge of the DCU. So who knows? I just think moving sure. forward, you can't no, totally bring, agree. Back. You can't bring back your wife as Harcourt. Imagine like Henry Cavill, nah, he's not coming back. Emilia Harcourt, I mean, fan favourite. We've got to bring her back. You, you need to is someone else.
0: Just cancer is somewhere. Don't
1: say that, mate, because guns like, do you know what? I think she'd be perfect as a Wonder Woman. <laughs> Who knows <else laughs> what he's, <laughs> he's going to do? I mean, he has said when it comes to him and Peter Saffron, which makes me laugh because who exactly (laughs) whenever people are sprouting shit about the future of the dcu and they're like it's gonna be ruined i blame james gunn you can just imagine like peter saffron like hey interestingly peter saffron he was a producer on shazam so who knows he's still got fewer of the gods coming out <laughs> Wait and say, but this movie not only does it give us Henry Carroll, it gives us Verily Davis, and it gives us Jennifer Holland. So okay. you go so people coming back from previous DC EU entries. But who knows what the future of DC films is gonna be? But we do know um it's gonna be a James Gunn written, not necessarily directed, but written Superman story. Not an origin, but it's gonna be early in his career as Superman, which would age out Henry Cavill. I mean, it's got to be close to 40. And if they're like telling, I mean, look at the Batman, Robert Pattinson as Batman, even though it's not connected to anything that they're doing, it's gonna to continue to be his own thing. It's year two of his time as Batman. Maybe they've looked at that and think, do you know what the new DCU on the big screen needs to also be year two? That's what it could be. Year two of Superman, but it's going to be
0: young, but young, but not too young. Just, just uh...
1: exactly they've said it's not going to be the origin of the story because just like Crime Alley, Martha's pearls. How many times do we need to see Krypton blow up? Yeah. We've now got it. it. We know. We know. <laughs> we've we've seen it, but um, yeah,
0: <laughs> he'll talk about it though. It, it'll come up. You
1: have to I mean, reference it. You can reference yeah, it. You have to course. keep. You don't have to keep showing it, but um, he'll
0: still have his fortune of solitude He'll to talk to
1: jor It's fine. It's all good.
0: Anyway, on that, let's do it. Um, rating out of five. What do you give Black like Adam?
1: Well, this is very interesting because I've got hindsight. Um, I haven't put an official number to it out of five until now. I can honestly say that my second viewing was nowhere near as good as that first viewing. So, so I know for a fact that the number I'm going to give now is not the number I would have given. I mean, when did this film come out? Was it November? I, it would not have been... The number that I gave, was October? I don't even know. Anyway, it was, it was during our time on hiatus. Um, I like the character of Black Adam. I really like the JSA. Pierce Brosnan is excellent as Dr. Fate. And I've got to be honest, we know him as James Bond. And, you know, he's been in various, many other things. But we think James Bond for Pierce Brosnan, and it fits so well into this world. And I feel like his portrayal of Kent Nelson adds a lot of weight. We are told and not shown of his relationship with Hawkman, but let's just let's just go with it. But if I was going to go from this recent viewing, the movie just. I mean, I'm going to recommend it. Let me say that I would and have recommended this movie, but it is a very middle-of-the-road three out of five. I mean, I've got it like, oh, God, this should have been excellent. I mean, the, the amount of years and time Johnson's put into it, and I've said, I watched this with my wife and I watch comic book adapted TV, film. I still read comic books, Marvel, DC, some indie books. So I'm very much still in that world. I think it helps knowing that my wife is a fan of Dwayne Johnson, but still there's moments of this film, this second viewing. I'm sat across from her on the couch. And I felt a bit of embarrassment. <laughs> I, whether it was some of the visuals of character portrayals, this movie did miss the mark. It should have been the the new thing. It should have been like, hey, look, Marvel Studios, they've now made, with Black Panda forever, like don't even look at the TV shows on Disney Plus or the Netflix shows, they've made 30 films. Look how well they are doing. But DC do are you, do you doing okay because they've got Black Adam. It looked expensive, visuals, and, you know, I had the cast, but there was still a cheapness to it and just a corniness. And you can have the JSA be a bit corny. That's okay. But they weren't the corny part of the film. There was just, I don't know, it, it missed the mark for me and oh, gutted a little bit, to be honest. But then... It's also a handful of films away from the end of the DCEU and they're going to hit the re- reset button. And so many people are online, angry with James Gunn. And I'm like, it's needed. You need sure, to start yeah. again. <laughs> you need to start again. Like, stop giving him shit. And if you're going to give him shit, I'm sorry, Peter Saffron. Give him shit as well. Give him both, both shit. Yeah. But... Oh, I'm going to quit a three out of five, which oh, I guess technically is a recommend, but it's very low, like a very middle of the road, low three out of five. What about yourself?
0: 2.9, like a 2.9 if you could have. Um, first off, I'm I'm very worried to watch it a second time and my wife also hasn't seen it yet. And now I'm worried that I'm going to have the same feeling with it because I remember like I got home and, you know, she, she all jealous and stuff being like you know you got the bloody ghost here and i'm like yeah she's like how was it and i said to her i was like yeah it was pretty good those are the words i used it was pretty good so now we're gonna sit down and watch it and if it's not pretty good she's gonna be like like what were you yeah
1: but even then though like you you and i went to i mean uh, was it a premiere an advanced screening it was so long ago now but we yeah I think it may have been the Perth premiere, but anyway, for you to experience that and then at the, the height of your experience to say to your wife, it was pretty good. I mean, that's not amazing, is it? That's not like.
0: Oh, like at the time, I didn't want to reveal why I was excited about right, okay. other things. And again, I can't just base everything on like, oh, the post-credits scene was so amazing. I'm so excited. The movie was great. I was like, no, like the movie was. Pretty good. And look, okay, so with my writing. I still stand by look the movie was it was enjoyable. It was, you know, it was fun. There's the thing is, I think there's there's enough elements in this movie that again, if they as if they are given a chance to expand on those elements, it could develop into something more. Obviously that's not gonna happen, which kind of sucks, but there's enough elements in this movie that I found to be enjoyable entertaining at the time of watching it members of the the justice society the um you know like uh, the action with black adam I, i enjoyed it you know him being violent and killing everyone i was all for it i'm like yeah go for it it's nuts it's the whole point um you Know it's quite an isolated movie. We're not really in a lot of different locations, it is kind of contained to at least this one little town and then sort of surrounds. So it does kind of feel maybe that's contributing to the cheaper, smaller feel of it. But and in the daylight, like, again, I had a pretty good time, but I, I get it. And I think talking about today and sort of going over a few things, I'm like, yeah, it probably was a little bit rockier than I thought. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm really worried about the um about my second view but hopefully it doesn't lower my rating too much lower than um that i've got but i'm happy to give it a 3.5 again nothing amazing but just a fun entertaining flick you know and all the excitement with that post credit scene obviously down the toilet now but yeah yeah. i mean just to give me
1: context i came in at a three now you're coming at a 3.5. I probably, if I'm honest, I've probably dropped from a four, which is quite a big fall. It's quite a big fall to I,
0: I, I might have teetered around the four, the four mark, but I think just given time away from that first, and again, not having watched it a second time, but just time apart from it,
1: it's almost like. Back, 90 minute film 30 minute video game that's kind of what it feels like you know what your wife said like
0: a lot of of things it'll fun drag out a bit and again she
1: turned to me and she's like is this still going on like this could have ended there's a lot of
0: samey stuff like yeah Adam Smasher falling over something again Cyclone. you're right she does just do the same thing just spinning around (laughs) doing a thing
1: yeah it is sandy and
0: dusky and
1: It's very, very same. I
0: mean, Black Adam comes in and he swoops in, he punches something, and even though that slow motion thing looks stupid, it's like, I don't
1: know. I think you're right, though. I think maybe they were looking to Snyder and they wanted to try and incorporate some of that, but
0: it was that Superman element, you know, like of, okay, well, we've got this one guy that flies like this. This guy should sort of look the same when he's doing it, but... Again, I wasn't going to say this,
1: but <laughs> the movie Beetlejuice, right? <laughs> when okay, and when the couple <laughs> first go to the other side, and sure. there's, there's that there's that guy, and he, he was in he's flattened, and he's kind of like a coat hanger, and he's been dragged around yeah. the place. And, do you know who I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, and he's in the isn't he in the waiting room? As well? Well, well, he's
1: he's on a harness or he's on a car hanger and sure. he keeps and he's yes. and he goes in and out I the of the spaces because he's been flattened. That's yeah. what I was thinking of when I was seeing Black Adam fly. Just oh, because it was just it so, looked
0: like a steel frame, it was
1: just so moving stiff and uncomfortable the way that he was just moving through the sequence. I said earlier how. Other actors have a way on the harness, at like Henry Cavill. But it's hard, though, because you know, I'm sure. Well, I'm not sure. I know. Dwayne Johnson is going to be a lot healthier than I am. He's a lot better shape than I am. You know what? I've, but, I've,
0: I've I've got to watch it again and reevaluate my opinions and just and see for myself and see if if I can see that. See if I can see is that it, stiffness
1: that you're oh, talking Chris, about. Oh, no, 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 no. he's stiff at the whole movie. He is stiff at the whole movie. But it's that thing where he's like, but is Dwayne Johnson giving a bad performance? He's like, no, he isn't. Because he's playing the character that's on the page. Like he's delivering the lines. He's doing the action. So I'm not like saying he's bad in the movie because he isn't. It's just... He's acting in the movie that they've made. And it's just... It just feels dated. I mean, before this movie, we got James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, which even watching today just feels fresh and new. And, oh, look at what's going on. But Black Adam, maybe it's because they've been making it or trying to make it for as long as they have. I mean, honestly... Might have when, been
0: trapped in a, in, a, in a previous time.
1: Let me say this when Black oh, Black Adam, when Twin Johnson was cast in this film as Black Adam, he had hair. I shit you not. That's how, long, <laughs> that's how long it's been. You can look back, right? There's news articles, the casting of Johnson as Black Adam, he has hair. All these years later. I mean, so much has happened uh, professionally, whatever that's else. He, he is a successful wrestler, actor, producer, and all these different things. But just. Old guy. <laughs> yes, he is now. But these. All right. That's, anyway, that's, um, all right, that's, the movie. that's it. That's it. <laughs> Let's wrap up with
0: some trivia here. I'll keep it quick, nice and, nice and brief. So. uh. Wame collect Sarah, the director of this film, he's previously done a whole bunch of movies, long time collaborator with Liam Neeson. Um, four films Unknown, Nonstop, Run All Night, and The Commuter. Apparently, Liam Neeson was considered for the role of Kent Nelson, Dr. Fate. Once again, no fact checking, but could you imagine?
1: Yep. Well, I honestly I thought you were gonna say it by mean, Adam, but okay. <laughs>
0: I mean, look, it, if something fell through, you couldn't get James Bond himself, I think, yeah, why not? Go to the other man with skills.
1: Yeah, no, I um, mean, I I could saying. see I could see Neeson in this. I mean, outside of all those action movies, we've got his Qui-Gon Jinn. He's played a more spiritual character. So, yeah, may, maybe I'm personally glad we got Pierce Brosnan because- no,
0: Pierce Brosnan was good.
1: He, he is really good in this, isn't he? Like he, he generally is really good. Probably he he did his scenes wearing a mocap suit. That's what they did there. So they were able to add the CGI to his movements and obviously the helmet. Oh, but he was wearing a suit the whole time. William he was there once
0: William Mason definitely needs to break out into the superhero world. Maybe the new DC. How about that? Ah, but that's it for our review of Black Adam. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast.
1: I feel like I need to tell people that Jason is aware that Liam Meeson was in Batman Begins, just in case people are like screaming at this episode. Oh, like, what are you talking are... about?
0: Nah, I mean, like modern. I mean, like modern. No,
1: I'm stuff. in your corner. No, like a character with
0: powers, a character <laughs> with powers and stuff. But yeah, that's our you. goal.
1: is the demon yeah. head. Is... Anyway, <laughs> moving on. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that film studio podcast.
0: And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages.
1: If you missed it, we recently reviewed Clerks 3 and be sure to check out our next review, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We also have our Year in Review 2022 episode coming very soon.
0: You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon.